Yo, it's AJB4, Scrubville Podcast. What's going on? Uh, there's some new news, Star Wars news. Yeah, I'm back with the Star Wars news. Uh, Lando, he's back. Billy D. Williams is going to be back for Episode 9 uh, to reprise his role as Lando Calrissian. Um, I think this is some good news. Uh, it shows that they're trying to course correct um, some of the issues with with the last Star Wars Episode 8. I think Lando probably should have been in one of these episodes. I think uh, Episode 8 would have been a perfect uh, time to bring him back. But with this new Episode 9, you know, Han's character already died. Luke's character died. He might appear as a Force Ghost, but, you know, who knows if that's true. And, you know, it's still not the same. And then, you know, and then the unfortunate passing of Carrie Fisher. So it only makes sense to have, you know, Lando there to still represent that generation in this last movie. Now, I am with all the, you know, the people that are fans of the new characters, because I do love uh, Ray, I love Finn, I love Poe. Um, and I don't like some of the writing that was in the last episode, but I do like the the new characters. So uh, I'm, I don't mind them being the forefront of this new movie, but it's cool to see Lando back. I don't think his role will be that big. Uh, I think it'll be a small role. Hopefully it's not cameo small, but a little bit bigger than that. But I, I still think it's just cool that he's uh, back. Uh, there's been some rumors uh, that there might be a, a character in this, like Mary J. Skywalker, which was like uh, Luke's wife in the old Star Wars books. They are now considered legends um, because the the girl from uh, the show, the Felicity show, I forgot the girl's name, but she's going to be in episode nine as well. And they're thinking, so I guess I'm thinking that she could be Ray's mom. Um, Because I hope they don't roll with what happened in episode eight, like when Kylo reveals that uh, Ray's parents were like nobodies. I hope they don't stick with that whole plot line. But anyways, um, I think J.J. Abrams um, can do a good job with episode nine. Really, if he just fixes all the mistakes from eight, I think, even though that sucks that, you know, that's all I'm really, because that's all I'm really concerned about is him fixing what was wrong, I think, about episode eight. And, you know, when it's the last episode of a trilogy, you're kind of just wanting to go out with a bang, but I'm just wanting him to fix everything I think that was wrong with eight. Uh, But I still think he's going to do that. I'm hoping that there's more uh, screen time with Ray and Finn together. I think they had really good chemistry, or at least uh, Finn and Poe, but we'll see. So Lecrae and Andy Minnie are going out on tour. Uh, Looks like it's about a 30-city tour, Um, and they're also bringing along What Up RG, No Big Deal, and Words Place with them on tour. So a little indie tribe action as well. Um, I was a little disappointed to not see that many uh, tour dates uh, for the southeastern region. Uh, no, no Atlanta date. Well, dang, no, you know, no love for the ATL. But I wouldn't be surprised if they end up doing something after this tour, you know, uh, for that area. So we'll see. They did, they did have dates in like Nashville, 
and, you know, Memphis and stuff. But most of the dates were West Coast. You had some Midwest, like in Texas, and then you had a lot of uh, East Coast dates as well. But um, this just kind of makes me uh, wish that they would do, like, a 116 album. I was really thinking that they were going to do it after that song they put out earlier this year. Um, but we didn't really hear anything else about that. Um, but I think it would be cool just to see all the different generations come together. Because when, th- when you think about Reach Records, it's like three different generations of artists. You know, you got your Lecrae, Tadashi, Trip Lee. Then you got KB and Andy Minio. Then now you got like one KPU and what up RG. Uh, so I think it'd be cool to see them collaborate together bring all that together, and then it'd be awesome to see everybody go out on tour, but I don't know if that's going to happen anytime soon, because now, you know, everybody's been putting in a lot of work, sold a lot of albums and stuff, you know, that's going to have to be, you know, there's going to have to be something special, but, you know, an album to me would make sense if you if you had the album, then them going out on tour, maybe not like a 30-city tour, but, you know, at least 15 major markets, um, I'm really looking forward to uh, a 1K Few album, though. I just really feel like he has that sound uh, that's that's right now, and that Atlanta sound. I feel like he could really make a hit, and not just a Christian hip-hop hit, like a mainstream hip-hop hit. So I'm really looking forward to an album from him. Maybe that's why he's not on tour. Maybe he's just focusing on his, his album. So, But anyways, I'm going to try to probably still make it out to this tour, even though I'm going to have to go all the way to Cashville. But hey, it'll be worth the ride. So what do y'all think? Alright, so I want to talk about cursing in Christian hip-hop. Um, lately, uh, I've been noticing it kind of being a trend, I guess I would say, sadly enough. Um, but there's a little bit of controversy on Andy Minio's EP that he released uh, recently on one of the songs, he says the D word. So, um, some people, like if you look on the YouTube page, they'll leave comments like, Oh, I don't feel like it's that really that bad of a word, yada, yada. And then, you know, when you listen to the song and the, and the song, he's talking about a lot of issues with his family and things he's going through. And he's like releasing frustration and, and stuff. And it's not like in a real negative or derogatory way that he's saying it, you know, he's just, you know, kind of thing like, dang, you know. But, you know, when you think about it, I just think that sometimes uh, artists can kind of get uh, stuck in a box where they just don't really think about who all is uh, listening to their music or how many hands this is getting in. Because uh, one of the main things I think about is like, like at my church when we have, we have uh, concerts, um, like Christian rap concerts, I love to play, you know, have a playlist playing before. And, you know, and I like to try to, you know, switch it up and make sure the list is diverse and I just don't have the same artist on there. But now I'm like, dude, you know, you definitely, just because it's called Christian hip-hop or Christian rap, you have to scream these songs. Because then, um, you know, with older generation and older people, they don't like Christian hip-hop or they don't like hip-hop in general. So if they hear a cuss word, that junk is definitely going to get cut off. They're going to be like, hey, He's cussing on there, you know, and I don't care what he feels about what it says in the Bible about that and, you know, unfiltered communi- you know, filthy communication and whatnot. So, yeah, I've heard 
and then I've heard some slang with some artists with certain cuss words. Well, they're kind of like do a play on words with a cuss word and stuff. I don't know. To me, I feel like it's best um, from a just from a marketing standpoint just to kind of stay away from it because um, I feel like one of your main audience as a Christian hip hop artist a lot of times is the church. Now, all the time it's not, but a lot of times it can be. And I feel like one of the the biggest pros about Christian hip hop is being able to listen to it and knowing that it's for all, all ages can really listen to it uh, without having to worry about, you know, there being any cussing. Yes. Can you make mature adult somewhat, you know, content and be a Christian rapper? I agree. But, you know, you can do that without cussing in it. So I think now when you're in the air, like, you know, you're listening to an album and you can hear whatever. It's like, whoa, what's separating us from the world? And uh, I don't know. I just think, I think it's just bad overall. Um, I would just stay away from it. I don't really don't understand artists' choice with doing this. Especially with somebody like an Andaminio when you think, now I know these are just EPs, so I don't know if there's going to be, I doubt there's going to be any physical copies that are going to be like at Lifeway. But, you know, you could lose, you know, relationships doing that. And, and you know, like uh, like with Lecrae's last uh, album, Let the Trap Say It, man, they took the Blue Strip song off. Now, that song didn't have any cussing in it. It was just like a song coming from a perspective of somebody in the trap that's caught up in that lifestyle. But, you know, imagine if there was a song like Andy Minio's project that he just released went to life where they definitely would probably take that song off of there. And or if they didn't know and then it got banned, like the situation with Show Baraka, you know, even I disagree with that one getting removed. But, you know, I don't know. To me, I think it's just like, why even go there? I would just try to stay away from it.